Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bottled. The second episode today is with Richard Famali. And today we discuss about some of the most unusual hobbies that we have. One of them being his passion with vinyl music players. We also dive into discussing various other habits such as gaming. Then we talk about how habits create who we are. We talk about people lying, tech companies spying, running your own business, console wars, his trip to Japan, and many more. Please enjoy. And the thing about Joey Diaz, this guy, is anything he says, any story that he says, it's, it, it's, I think he's making things up. Yeah. But then you know how some people say something and it sounds real? Yeah. Just like you, at work. Yeah, of course. It's not, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right? You just talk with confidence. You have to believe mm. in the story that you're telling. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to make shit up, you have to believe it before the other person 100%, 100%, believes it. 100%. Right? Yeah. That's what my dad told me. Because he, he used to lie a lot when he was mm. a kid, right? Yeah. And his mother would always believe him because he believed his own story. Really? He's like, oh, mom, I was just stunning at the library. I was just with my friends. Oh, sorry, yeah. I was late. But really, he was out fucking, you know, yeah. at the strip club or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing about uh, lies. You've got to top it up. If you, if you, if your lies don't uh, pan Back up. Backup story, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, But you said on that day you were doing something else. But then, you know, that's that's how you get caught with lies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, not that I lie a lot, but if I was to lie, I always would have a backup story. Yeah. So, should them ask about what you should have done, <laughs> tell them why you didn't do that and this yeah. is why you did that. Yeah, exactly. I guess... I have, well, moral story is don't lie, but if you've got to do it, do it properly. Yeah. Make sure you have backup stories. And yeah. You work the scenario out. Yeah. I had a friend lied so much. Um, and then I asked him, like, how do you do it? And then he gets away with things. And he yeah. says, when you wake up, you play the scenario out. If you lied about something, just make sure you play the scenario in your head. When you woke up, what you did, what led to that event that you lied about. Yeah. And what you would have done. And then you form a story for yourself. <laughs> and then you that forget. who, what, where, and how. Yeah. And you yeah. forget about the actual thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're pretty much telling them you're, you're like a fantasy dream. And then you, it, it's crazier when you forget the reality. Yeah. It's uh, like, I swear I did that. Oh, no, I lied about that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You start believing. Yeah. Is there anything that you still believe about yourself that is not true? Yeah. Um. Uh, um, fine. probably not to be honest, but I'm, I'm sure for a certain amount of time I did believe it was true, but uh, not permanently because uh, I can't believe in a lie until it's true. That's just uh, wrong. Uh, but yeah, I think for a certain time where you tell that lie so many times, you're yeah. just like, yeah, that's fucking true. <laughs> exactly. This is yeah. my life now. <laughs> yeah, I used to be um, I used to be a good kid in school. Uh, and then one day, uh, me and my, a few friends, we decided to just go out, just bunk school. Do you know what bunk is? It's a bunk. very Asian word. No, I'm not too sure. Yeah, so it's a very yeah, Asian English word. But then bunk means you don't go to school. You just, you know, uh, Oh, school. we call it flunk. Flunk? <laughs> yeah, you flunk for, school. For, for, for or us, jig. flunk means fail. Really? I flunked a few subjects means I failed a few subjects. Oh, right. Yeah, it also means that. But um, see, I don't jig as much as I want. I wanted to in high school because I was such a good kid. Yeah. But yeah, we use jig or dog school or just general like that. But I never heard bunk. No, yeah, it's a, it's a very Asian word. I, I, I haven't heard it in Australia yet. Right. But anyways, I used to um, be a very good kid. One day we decided bunk school uh, and then we went out for drinking. Yeah. And then um, there is this uh, massive uh, thing the principals and the head teachers do in, in Asia that when they, they call parents to double check to see what exactly happened. Um, and then the head teacher the headmaster they called my parents and they're like you know so you're not in the school what's happening yep. right so we were out drinking and then my mom called me up and like where are you i just got a call from the school <laughs> i'm like i'm playing cricket right i'm playing <laughs> cricket and then um yeah i said i'm playing cricket uh, i even you know made things out like played scenarios as in how many runs i made <laughs> you know where we were playing who, who i was playing with and to this day i feel i think I've trained my mind to think that I was playing cricket that day, not drinking. Yeah. I have to think really hard 
Too what would a drinking. normal kid be doing if he was playing cricket? <laughs> who would? Who was I playing cricket with? <laughs> exactly. To what time? Yeah. How many innings? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What was the weather like? Yeah. <laughs> who was the umpire? Oh, the who was the umpire? And then you yeah. have to fucking tell your mates to come in. Hey, hey, man, you got to be a part of my story in case my mum asks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, that exactly. Uh, th- that's what exactly happened because I took my friend home just yeah. so I don't get the beating out of it, as not not the physical <laughs> beating. But then when you when you have a friend in the house, your yeah. mom or your parents are a bit more lenient, especially in Asia. Yeah. And I took a friend home, and to this day, I. Well, more of the story. To this day, I feel like I believe I was playing cricket, not drinking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I, I guess if you tell yourself enough, it kind of erases that drinking memory as well. It's just yeah. like, yeah, I was definitely playing cricket. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, the advice from the friend helped. Like, I played the entire scenario. Yeah. So, guys, if you're thinking about lying, do that. Play a scenario. Yeah. I'm sorry to say he was mom. Uh, but he wasn't playing cricket. He was drinking. <laughs> Um, yeah, just let you know your your son lied to you. <laughs> I don't think she's <laughs> listening to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll send it to her somehow. <laughs> yeah, get her email address. Jokes, she does not have an email. <laughs> she doesn't have an email. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Rich, uh, thanks for doing this. Thanks for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure. Yeah. I, I love I love the setup you have here, and this is just for the record, guys. My first podcast, so it can be a bit shaky, but uh, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Well, no, uh, I'm sure it, it could be your first podcast, but I'm uh, you're a very natural speaker. Oh, thank you. I, I don't think so myself, but it's nice for someone to tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's something about me. I, I say good things about people when they're on the podcast, but in reality, you're you're just a dickhead. Yeah, come Monday, you'll be like, oh, fuck you, Richard. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, uh, story behind Richard and I, uh, but we work in the same organization. Mm-hmm. Um, he trained me, a uh, mm-hmm. really good trainer, um, but, you know, always, always, always a dickhead. Like, the first thing I was just saying you earlier as well. Uh, yeah. Um, I meet him and I ask him, hey, Richard, how do you say your surname? And he says, I say it. <laughs> uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, I, I said it with a straight face. It's actually, Pumarli. and I said it with such a straight face that he didn't know me as well to know that I was joking. Yeah. But from from then on, he knows that he, he knew that I was not the most serious person he will ever meet. No. Nah. Yeah, and Josh from the previous episode, he summarized you in such a oh man uh, the the thing uh, he said. So he said, Josh, uh, who came in uh, the last time, said Richard works in his own pace but gets things done. Like it's it's so damn true though. Yeah, I, I was taken aback because it's always always the case when someone says something about you, you don't think it's true, but then you look back, hey. Maybe it is a bit true and I just didn't realize it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do like to work on my own pace. I don't like being rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, if you say you need things to get done by a certain date, I most certainly will get it done. Uh-huh. Just don't tell me to speed up because yeah. I will get it done. I just won't do it at your pace. Yeah. Is it something about um, just meeting deadlines or the anxiety of meeting deadlines or is it just you? Just, you just like doing things on your own pace? Well, I, I guess it's it goes hand in hand. Especially, especially from uni as well. I'll be the kid staying up to three a.m. and submit the assignment at seven a.m. <laughs> um, I just work A's. better with under pressure. Oh, A's! <laughs> I'll be happy with a B or C to be honest. Oh, but um, you know that that's that's what I've learned from it. If you want better quality work, put more time in it. But. Mm. I just don't really see the value in it at the moment. A hundred percent, man. And uh, uh, just because you get B's and C's does not mean... Um, yeah. You, it, it's not a reflection of what you will do later. Yeah. It certainly is a reflection of your current, like uh, your, your your work method or your structure at that point in time, what yeah. you've done to get the A's if yeah. you want it. But then yeah, it's not a reflection of the future. Absolutely. Like if... For for the things that you do want a what what means a lot to you and what you think is important in life you will put in the you will put in the work yeah for example if you want to win in Dota you will play over and over and over again you're not gonna just play one game and hope to get better yeah hundred percent man yeah Dota that's that's another um, we've got to dive into that as well we, yeah we'll we'll definitely touch on the Dota yeah. Dota oh <laughs> God it's like your first girlfriend. The days. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Annie, if you're listening, but oh, <laughs> Dodo was literally my first girlfriend. Yeah. And uh, I, I miss her so much. And, and what, <laughs> what age to start playing as well, right? Like when you're oh, I, I, I was like, yeah, World 13, 14, Warcraft 3. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, 
Man, good times. Dota 1, you signed Dota, Dota Defense Dota. of the Ancients. I didn't even call it Dota before. Defense yeah. of the Ancient version 6.4B. I know. <laughs> <laughs> then came along 6.8, 7.4. I played till I yeah. 7.9, 8, yeah. and then that's it. Dota 2 came along. Yeah. Oh, wow. But man, Dota is basically for, if you, uh, to just give, to give you a bit of context, uh, now the listeners, uh, Dota is basically, uh, it's not, it wasn't a game at first. It was Warcraft 3. It's just a, it's basically a map. Yeah. Look at the hype it's getting now. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most downloaded games on Steam. But the owner, the, the person who created the game, Ice Frog, is still unknown. Yeah. Nobody has ever seen this person. He works with Steam apparently, but then. Who is he? How do yeah. you do that? Like you create a masterpiece, yeah, and then you disappear. Yeah, and from this very day, I still think no. I don't think one person can come up with all those balancing patches. It has to be a small team, if that. Ice Frog, I'm calling you out right now. You're you're a bunch of Chinese guys. I swear to God, it's <laughs> like it's like four of you. Yeah, in the basement. Yeah, in the basement, just thinking how to make it the game harder for us. Yeah. Or maybe ice as an I for Ivan, C for Chang. E for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then frog, I don't know. F for Fang, <laughs> A for Ang, N for Nang, G for J. Well, that's how you name a team, right? When you were small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'd choose an acronym and make it as stupid as possible. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, Dota, I mean, we, we've got to dive into that as well, because I want to talk to you very specific things about the game, uh, Something, the things that bother me as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the reason why I'm really excited for this uh, episode is because I find you very interesting, the, um, you know, uh, the way you dress, the way you talk, the way you mm-hmm. do things, and most uh, precisely, the fact that you're very interested in uh, music records mm. like the vinyl players i can't even say it vinyl vinyl yeah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. T- tell us a bit about that and why what why that record player yeah so vinyl i started collecting vinyl when i was around um i believe 21 uh-huh. so it was actually my 21st birthday and we had a room so an empty room in my house we don't really use it for anything and one day, my best friend at the time, Patrick, he came over and, and he's like, wow, this could be a really nice record room. Um, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I think it would be pretty cool. I know that you collect some already, Patrick. And he's like, yeah, I have tons of records. I think this will be a pretty cool chill spot if you ever invite us over. And I didn't think too much of it. So a couple of weeks come and it's my birthday, come back from work and they blindfold me or some shit and they walk me upstairs and they walk me to the spare room like, hold on, what's happening? I opened the room and they just decorated the whole room, basically gave me a lamp, a bean bag, a nice Persian rug, a whole setup where I can uh, put all my vinyl, a, a brand new vinyl player and then just my favorite records in a portrait as, you know, little artworks on the wall. Aww. And I was just, I was so happy at that time. And I was like to you, Patrick, you have made my year even. This is a hobby that I always want to get into. And you really kickstarted that for me. Mm. And not only that, he just bought me a vinyl player and where to store them. He actually really digged into and asked, like, what are your favorite records and got them for me. Um, he asked in such a way where it didn't seem suspicious, uh-huh. which is a skill to have when you're looking for a present, right? Yeah, the transition. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, and I guess he really just kicked off my hobby. And I was yeah. like, well, I have all this now. And vinyl sounds great. I bought myself uh, a standard edifier, wireless, not wireless, well, wired speakers, but everything was, you know, powered separately. So it was a very beginner setup. Yeah. So it's not as crisp as you want it, but I was so happy. And to this day, it's still in the room. Uh, I don't live at home at the moment, but it's still there. Yeah. And it's there for who, whenever I do visit home, I can listen to some vinyl. But why I love vinyl so much is it's because it's a f- literally piece of music uh-huh. compared to a CD, right? Where it's just, what is it like? I don't even know how a CD works, but it's yeah. digital almost, right? You take yeah, some digital signals out. But this is literally a needle scraping on some grooves yeah. on a piece of plastic that sends shockwaves into your speakers and amplifies. Yeah. Not not often when you can just look at the album and be like, wow, and listen to music. It's like, 
sound is coming out of this black disc and it's yeah. so round and robust. It's yeah. just great. Yeah. Man, the passion in your voice when you talk about oh. these records. It's, uh, and it's, it's so beautiful that someone, like you said, kickstarted yeah. this, uh, this passion that's in yeah. the and it's uh, so. Is it different to what you listen to on a computer, so, so like a digital media? Is it different? Hundred percent, hundred percent. People who listen to flat files or MP3s even yeah. like the clarity of it because it's you know clean and mm. it's you know it's straight from the studio. But with vinyl, you get lossless music. What that means basically is as close as you can get to this uh, to the studio without yeah. any uh, uh, compression, mm. right? So you get the crisp sounds of what the artist intended for it to sound. Yeah. And plus sometimes with old records, you get that crackle, that snap, that hiss. Uh-huh. When you first, yeah. yeah when you put in. it in and you hear the, yeah. And yeah. then the song goes on. And then it's just a whole ritual of yeah. listening to music, finishing one side and then how the artists intend for the B side. Yeah. You get up from your seat and you like soak it in, you grab it, you look at it, you flip it, place the needle, sit back down and enjoy the music. And have a bit of whiskey on your hand. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Then maybe, you know, you're smoking something with your friends. Smoking a little, um, I don't know if we like to say it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, little, I'll, I'll go to Canberra and release this. So yeah. Technically, yeah. <laughs> you were living in Canberra, weren't you? When you yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, in Canberra. <laughs> Man, yeah, I can imagine. There's something about these analog systems. There's something about the machine working. Like you yeah. see the needle hitting their record. You see, um, you know, the, the the record spinning. And then yeah. this, this, this music coming out is raw. And it's not may not be the best quality, yeah. but it, it is what it is. Like it's, It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's exactly how it was supposed to be played. And yeah. you're playing it exactly how you want it to. Yeah, exactly right. Like something, Can you purchase these machines now? Yeah. Uh, definitely look in JB Hi-Fi. They have from starters to the really high-end ones as yeah. well. Audio Technica, so you know it's good. Yeah. Um, they're selling for a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. CBA discount will get you for cheaper. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But the real money breaker is the vinyl themselves. Mm-hmm. 40, 50 bucks, 60 bucks for a double LP is not cheap, especially if you like music, you would have a huge catalog of music. To be realistic, I don't have even a a fraction of the music I listen to Mm. on Spotify in vinyl because it's just not affordable, you know? Uh, I buy the vinyl that I really like and really think that it's a nice collection, like the Beatles' Abbey Road, for example. That's one of my favorite records. Mm. And I got that on vinyl because this is how I want to listen to it. Yeah. And this, you've got to have something uh, as a passion. Uh, you've got to have something that really clicks to you, right? Yeah. Like I love microphones and the way, I just like love the science behind how you can listen to your own voice. Like it doesn't have to be the best form of audio, but I love the fact that you can listen to your voice. And if you have a good microphone, um, that just makes my word. And yeah. I feel like it's the same with you as well. The way your eyes light up when you talk yeah. about vinyl. Yeah. You're on a trance, like, you know, <laughs> you're explaining the nitty gritty of things. I love it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When it, it comes down to the hardware as well, you know, same with microphone. It's not just a microphone that is brilliant. You need you know, the other materials to enhance and get the best out of the microphone, right? Yeah. So that's why you get a mixer. Yeah, true. And some people say in vinyl, um, speakers are uh, probably one of the most important uh, components because mm. if you're playing it through like little Logitech speakers, you're not going to get the most yeah. out of your vinyl. And But then that comes to it, the affordability side of record collecting. It's not a cheap hobby. No. Not by all means. So if anyone's listening in once again to vinyl collecting, it, it, it's definitely not for uh, someone that is very money conscious. you you got to be very passionate to buy these yeah. things. And you've yeah. got to be into it as well because it's a bit of a, to be honest, it's a bit about the um, the aesthetics as well. It just oh, adds course. to your room. It's yeah. You can go and purchase a JBL speaker or yeah. whatever, but then purchasing a vinyl, why would you do it? Because you want to have that that look to your personality yeah, as well. Yeah, it adds to your aesthetic. Um, you know, it says something about you. Yeah. And it, it is something like visually appealing to have in your room and ready to play music. It's not you can't hit play and music yeah. will come out. You got to set it up. Yeah, it, it's it's a whole ritual, as I said yeah. before. 
Talking about music, man, and talking about vinyl and music. Yeah. You, you know, I've got a business idea for you. Right. <laughs> You've got to start selling vinyl. <laughs> selling like, vinyl. Oh, yes. You, you look like the guy who sells vinyl. Oh, and then right. you look like the guy who listens to music on vinyl, and then yeah. you, you've got the knowledge as well. Yeah, yeah. man. I, I mean, I'm not as experienced as the people I've met and the people that I used to see after uni. Yeah. Uh, we had um, a record store just down the road from our uni uh, that I used to visit all the time. And those guys, man, they lived, breathed, sleep, eat shit vinyl. Yeah. Like, he knew everything about And vinyl. that was a shop. And that was a shop when I visited and almost at least once a week to pick up a new a new yeah. record. Are they and still on? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Music Farmers in Wollongong. Ooh, Love your stuff. Yeah. Potential, <laughs> potential sponsors. Potential sponsors, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Call me 0414-893-79. Yeah, have a guess. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Just checking if it's recording. <laughs> yeah, looks good. Yeah. Yeah. I just check the camera as well. That's the that's the beauty of a home studio. You know, things are gonna fall apart. <laughs> yeah, things. Oh, see, his computer nearly fell down. So, th- things will actually fall down. Literally, before we had something down there, Phil, your drumsticks, right? But yeah, kudos to just continuing the show while I was fixing the thing. <laughs> yeah, man. As you said, we want to be as natural as possible. We just. Exactly. Just two guys having a beer and just having a chat about things we like. Exactly, yeah. But have you thought about ever running a business? Not in necessarily vinyl, but then... Um, yes. Yeah? Yeah, actually. In, in terms of uh, the idea of running a business, not the idea of that business, but the idea of running a business, do you think it's worth it? Because obviously you make so much money, uh, people, the richest people in the world, mm. it's not because of nine to five. But then I feel like... If you want to run a business, it has to be something you love, not mm-hmm. not something you can make just make money off. Yeah, You'll definitely. Be stressed as fuck. Yeah, fucking earth. Like coming from my experience, my parents owned a Thai restaurant, mm-hmm. and that went downhill very quickly within the first five years, which we didn't even break even. Basically, we had just had to sell it because another competitor opened. Uh, fuck you, Holy Basil. <laughs> Potential sponsor. No, no, I don't want to be sponsored. But uh, yeah, they, they they came in with the revenue and they, they, they made things that appealed more. And yeah. I guess my my parents couldn't sustain opening a business. And that was a wake-up call. It's like, you know, I, thought, I was very optimistic when my parents opened that restaurant. It's like Thai food. Everyone loves Thai food. Yeah. Everyone's got to come eat here. We've got to be so rich. And then, you know, you see the harsh reality of it as... Hey, um, you're not that special. Yeah. Uh, it's a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call. Even though I was not a business partner at all, I was just a fucking prepubescent kid yeah. as a waiter for my family, you know, serving mm. food, thumb in the soup <laughs> kind of vibe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter now because no we don't is. own. But, uh, <laughs> no one because, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, because I, <laughs> I really didn't know. I didn't have the skills. I wasn't trained properly. I was just some kid that yeah. came after high school to help the parents out. Mm. You know, um, child you slavery. Now, things would have been different now? Uh, things, no, because I would definitely say, no, I'm not helping you out. Hire some proper waiters. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm at that point of life to say, I'm not doing that. I have yeah. a nine to five job. Yeah. I'm not definitely, uh, as much as I love you, mom and dad, yeah. find some waiters. Mm. People but who actually want to do the job. Yeah. But that's that's a way of helping them out. Like giving them ideas, direction. Because uh, uh, obviously as parents, especially, you know, immigrant parents such as yours. Yeah. They come into a country, they can't, they, you know, uh, English, the level of English is... Uh, could have been basic, but mm-hmm. then they're doing something that um, for the, for you, for your kid, for their kids, for you, you and your. So, do you have siblings? Yes, I have a little sister. Oh, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, I love you, sis. <laughs> Shout out to Lily, <laughs> potential sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Just transfer uh, me, Lily. <laughs> um, but yeah, but they did things in a way that they thought would have been good. But then, yeah, it, it, even that piece of advice, like hire waiters, do something, like you know, clean the the boards outside, mm-hmm. make a new sign, make yeah. a new logo. That's that's help. Exactly. Like, yeah. I went to a business 
uh, I, I did a business degree, so I know some sort of marketing and forever what that is worth. I know it's just a piece of fucking paper at the end of the day, but I actually learned some, some things that I didn't know before. And I think if we were to start a business, I would have some input that could, you know, yeah. potentially raise our sales or, you know, get people interested. Yeah. I didn't know that before because I was, you know, in year nine, year 10, and I was just a little shithead in high school. Yeah. The starting, the thing about starting business is you don't know where it's going to go. You really don't. It's a gamble. I saw this uh, picture of Jeff Bezos um, many years ago. He had a handwritten sign with Amazon.com on the, on the wall. And today he's worth, what, $203 billion. I had to fucking flip my iPhone to put those numbers in on, into the calculator. Like that much money, and I Fucking divided no. that by my yearly salary. It takes me three thousand five hundred seventy-three years to make that sort of money without spending anything. Without spending anything, just <laughs> just working and saving. Exactly. There's another meme. So you, uh, even if you save ten thousand, if you, even if you did save ten thousand dollars every day since yeah. the pyramids were built, you still wouldn't be able to uh, match Jeff Bezos' wealth. Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's next level shit, man. But their service is good. I called Amazon the other day. Um, yeah. There is no waiting time. There is no waiting time. Nah. So all you have to do is you go to the app, you put your number in, they call you up, and immediately there's someone on the line. Wow. Yeah. They they do have that system in place. Yeah. That's probably the uh, evolution of uh, customer service, to be honest. Yeah. Like, hey, you don't do the waiting. Just just give us your number. We'll give you a call. Yeah. You know? And I'm big on customer service, man. I, I feel like I give 100% uh, mm. in terms of customer service. I, I, I was talking to Josh as well last week. Um, when I get a call, I listen. And it's so exhausting. I, I, listen to every, I try and listen to every word they say. Yeah. And I expect the same thing. Mm. And the fact that Amazon did that, and even another company that I love um, the customer service of is Apple. Apple. I just feel so good. There's something about American companies, to be honest. There's that they they do they are high on customer service. But yeah. then again, they're a trillion dollar companies. So, <laughs> I mean, if they're not putting the money in customer service, where they're putting the money, you know, yeah. like I guess innovation is one of them. But yeah. customer service, the people who actually buy your product, you got to invest in them as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And just <laughs> I don't care if it's on the record, but uh, so that that microphone boom arm, the one you're uh, yeah. talking on. I purchased that on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Got oh, it essentially right. for free. There was a delay of two days. I canceled the order. They gave me the refund and gave me the arm as well. <laughs> that that happens a lot more more than often than not, to be honest. I'm gonna give you a story. Um uh, my friend bought heaps of coffee gear like mugs, um twisted toppers and all the jug and I'll go into coffee later if you want. But uh, <laughs> Basically, he's that's spent another like, episode. Yeah, there's another <laughs> that's episode in itself because um, that's a huge passion project <laughs> of mine. Um, basically, he spent a couple hundred bucks, and what what happened is they delivered it, but they didn't ring the doorbell, so there was a high risk mm. of actually, um, you know, not getting your stuff. So naturally, you'll leave some feedback. Yeah, and the customer service team was really apologetic and they said, "Have you received your things yet?" Uh, if not, we'll send another load. Mm. So he's like, oh, well, it's still here. I was just pissed that you didn't ring the doorbell. Yeah. Two weeks later, he gets the exact same order and gave it to me, actually, oh, wow. because it's like, I didn't need doubles. <laughs> but that's what you want to see in customer service. If you're not doing the things that customer wants, you, you should say to them, hey, sorry, and I hope you can understand and be our customers in the future. This is what we can do for you. Mm-hmm. And it's just some companies do not understand. Nah. And it's more important than ever to take care of the customer right now. To be 100%. Honest. Like, it's one of the best times to be alive in terms of market, economy, purchasing things. It's Everything's so easy now. Yeah. You may argue with me saying, oh, it's not a good year. It's not a good year. Obviously, there's a fucking <laughs> pandemic out there. <laughs> it's not a good year. Uh, but then the chances of you dying... Of someone killing you, touch um, wood, it doesn't happen when you walk outside. Yeah, touch wood, yeah. <laughs> but of that happening has reduced significantly now. Yeah, and I feel like at this day and age, where so many possibilities are around you, customer service and the quality in what you sell must be there. It must be there. It's a priority, and um, I think businesses are trying to shift towards that, the more customer centric solutions. Yeah. 
more than just yeah you have great product and you got great marketing but customer that's a whole third of your revenue yeah right? exactly yeah. if there's if there's no customer so you go to work tomorrow richard Imagine there's no customer, there's no calls coming in. There's, You're there's, sacked. There's no, so you, you don't answer customer calls, but then yeah. imagine nobody calls us. We don't call you. There's, no, like, there's yeah. essentially nothing to work on. Yeah. It's redundancy yeah. from the top up. Yeah. But uh, uh, that, I guess, you know, in that type of industry, customers are the pinnacle. If literally we work in life customer solutions, <laughs> you take the customer that we work life solutions. Life solutions yeah. I, I don't think we do that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we don't give life solutions. <laughs> exactly. Give life advice. Life you, advice. Like life to, hacks. <laughs> <laughs> come to us if you are stuck in life. We can help you with your job, with your romance. Um, when you crack an egg and you want to separate the yolk and the whites. <laughs> Just grab a plastic bottle and suck the yolk up. Life hacks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, um, speaking of Amazon, man, um, I'll tell you something weird with Amazon. So if I listen to music on Spotify, uh, it, it's seamless. I love Spotify. And Joe Rogan's on Spotify now. Yeah. He got a $100 million deal. That's another podcast. Oh. <laughs> but then um, with Amazon, man, if you're playing music on Spotify... For some reason, Amazon uh, app and Spotify, they don't work together. Hmm. The reason why I'm saying this is because I've got an Echo Dot there mm-hmm. as well. And do you think companies are listening with devices such as Echo Dot, even Siri, Google Assistant, and then um, then you have these other various, you know, Jibber Jabber, Cortana. Do you think they're listening? Because I, I, I'm, I'm scared, man. I know we signed for this. Like when you, when you have a Facebook account, you essentially should have read the terms and conditions. Yeah, There's another story you didn't. But, yeah. but do you think companies are listening? Do you think it's uh, uh, they're, they're heading towards the real AI that we didn't learn about in the past? Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure if they're listening word for word, like a whole conversation right now, like if my phone's right there. But too many times uh, I will be scrolling through Facebook and I'll get an ad of something that I just spoke to my girlfriend about five minutes ago. Mm. And I'll say, you know, Oh, that shirt's really nice from Uniqlo. I think I'll grab it. What happens next? Two minutes down scrolling on Facebook, a Uniqlo ad. Wow. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not bullshitting you. It, and we tried to test this. We're like speaking to the microphone deliberately uh-huh. just to say random brands, random things that you can buy, and it will come up. Holy shit, that just gave me goosebumps. Honestly, yeah. man. The fact that you tried it and it happened. Yeah. It happens all the time. My girlfriend loves it because it's like, hey, yeah. it is an opportunity for me to buy it now because yeah. I saw an ad. Yeah. My girlfriend loves it. I'm not such a big fan because how about you mm. fucking talk about inappropriate things and you don't want yeah. that shit to come up? 100%, man. See, if you if you if you haven't done anything wrong, I'm sure we haven't done anything wrong, but then... <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, for people like, you know, uh, for your, like your girlfriend, um, Annie, um, she... She doesn't mind. A lot of people I know don't mind, but I'm more scared about uh, what could happen, what what the end result is, where this is leading to. Because right now, cool, man. I'm running a podcast. I talk about microphones almost the entire day. It is a new technology that that's going to improve my audio quality. I'm going to fucking go for it because yeah. it was directed to me. Exactly. But I'm more scared about where we're heading. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess where we're heading is to the point where to the extreme is like you don't even need to say it and you'll get advertised yeah to the point where you know you've seen those movies where phones and stuff are inbuilt into your brain and you have a digitizer and you just think about oh yeah i guess that's more of a sci-fi but more realistically i think the world i guess globalization is getting so small to the palm of your hand right Mm. you can get literally anything while you're fucking chucking your shit on the toilet yeah you don't need to be in this particular space. You just got to have a phone with you, some internet connection, and you'll be fine. And I think with speaking and even just searching a Google, that that gets archived somewhere. Mm. And that feeds into the algorithm. Yeah. Shout out to Mark Zuckerberg, you freaky cunt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nerd. nerd. <laughs> and that somehow will contribute to society as 
I don't know, uh, like a whole, I guess, like they probably have a statistic of how many times has a heel said, you know, gay born or something. Exactly, 12 times. 12, 12, <laughs> 12 times in the last 12 hours. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I, I know what you mean. But the, the problem with that, again, is uh, you can go for any information that's out there. Yep. But are you creating knowledge? Are you creating things? that are really useful obviously if you want to know who the you know who the prime minister of uganda is you can know you can get that information in two seconds it's so yeah right but are enough people creating knowledge that really pushes a human race forward is the question and it is being done but the problem again is i'm talking about a lot of problems because these things really you know i i I, i'm scared about these things just because you know just because of the end result the people who are creating information and knowledge Mm -hmm. who are these people do we know them what what is their intention what's their organization what's their credentials right like knowledge is such an extensive I think, for lack of a better word, just topic. It's just like, what is knowledge? You can t- make up things and pretend it's knowledge. Shout out to Scientology, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> potential sponsors. Potential sponsors by the Scientology Church. Um, uh, but yeah, knowledge, like, people don't really, um, I guess, go to the library and say, oh, I want to learn about this today. Yeah. It's like, it's the whole privilege of, hey, if I want to know about this, I can just by looking at my phone. Mm. And I guess that changes the whole dynamic of learning. People don't really feel enthusiastic to actually contribute to knowledge as much because, hey, everything's on the internet nowadays. Mm. It's probably out there by Google search it, right? And it takes a special someone to think, look, this is not on Google. I need to tell the world or like, hey, this is legitimately new. And that's why you have social media. That's why you have social media for memes. Really? Memes being created yeah. through the days. Memes, man. I love it. Memes. That was... That's that was... knowledge. <laughs> exactly. And to create a meme, that's skill. <laughs> you yeah. need to make a Or meme. a good meme. You can make a shit post meme and, you know, that'll be the end of it. But yeah. to make a good meme, it takes yeah. some skill. <laughs> some yeah. wit. You have a very meme-worthy face, by the way. A meme-worthy... You can make, yeah, you can make yeah. memes out of your face. 100%. Oh, yeah. That, that that's really nice of you to say because um, uh, I guess that what what will be a good meme to represent me if you could if you could just choose a meme, uh, I'd say something about smoking. Went to Canberra, thought it was grass. <laughs> <laughs> Some, something. All right, so something to do with weed. Something something that you have a very stoner look. Yeah. Uh, truth be told, I really do not like smoking weed. It makes mm. me tired, and it just Same. doesn't vibe with me. Mm. I'm more of a an upper person, so coffee and whatever in between. I'm not saying for the camera because. No, I'm recording again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For some reason, the camera keeps pausing. Just got a new camera this morning. By oh, the way, yeah. it's a really nice camera. It's a Canon, that's for sure. Yeah, that's it's it's kind of it's 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 a very budget camera. Uh, it's I got it for four hundred dollars just for uh, you know just quick video recordings to mm. be honest. Uh, but um, but yeah, it's 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 a nice camera, man, and that just shows how you know how um, I guess uh, how easy it is for me to purchase uh, something like back in Nepal. Mm-hmm. I remember you know to, we didn't have electricity for sixteen hours a day, yeah, and it was so hard to use things. But now I love using computers and gadgets and cameras, and yeah. Nintendo Switch because now I can, now I fucking can. I've got the money. I've got yeah. You know, I, I've got the things. Yeah, life has changed. Life has changed <laughs> yeah. for uh, probably for the better. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a beer. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, here we are. Ah, where's yours? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's mine. That's I haven't mine. started this one yet. Yeah, man. Uh, when did you stop playing Dota? Um, I stopped playing Dota just when I started university. Not because I want to focus on my studies. Uh-huh. But it's because, um, you know, you start making more friends, you start going out and get out and you you know, you're getting out and they, they didn't play Dota. So I guess yeah. it's like, I don't really have anyone to play Dota with. The people that I did play Dota with, they play by themselves. They don't really invite me anymore because we don't really hang. Yeah. And I haven't spoken to them for years and years and years and years. So I don't expect them to be like, hey, come play Dota with us because you don't, you know, I only play Dota and that's the line. I don't really intrude into their lives. Yeah. And I guess with starting university, um, it all changed because 
different interests and that's where I started collective vinyl, getting more music, started going more uh, to concerts, yeah, spending my time elsewhere. And um, I guess uh, I still watched Dota a yeah. lot because, you know, when you're at home and my father likes Dota, he loves Dota actually. That's so cool, man. Yeah. You told me about it. I was like, wow. Yeah, he, he's like 50-something, going on 60. I don't know how old you What's are. What's his MMR? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, he, he's, he's physically not capable to play it because he just doesn't have the dexterity for it. Yeah. But he knows the strategy pretty back to front. He knows mm. the heroes. He knows the items. He's a nerd. Yeah. And I watched Dota with him, and he is extremely enthused when the uh, international was on. Mm. But yeah, I guess that's the main reason why I stopped playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I did find a girlfriend, and she doesn't like it when I play too much games, yeah. so I didn't have the opportunity to start. Like every girlfriend, <laughs> not every girlfriend. You know, the, I guess some guys would want to game a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see these uh, pictures on Facebook where the girlfriend buys the guy a computer or a PC <laughs> or wrapped in. I feel like that's uh, I don't know how true that is. No, that that's fake. <laughs> yeah, that's like for the picture. That that's for the picture, and then he has to go back to spend time with her. But I see that that's. Like I mean, uh, you start playing a game, you get really good at it. Life happens. Like you, you know, you, you meet friends who are not into the game, and then um, you know you, you have a partner who you know you spend mm-hmm. time with. You love her, and that's 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 completely you know that's that's understand that's that's life. Yeah, happened to me as well. Uh, I, I, I used to play hours and hours and hours when I was fifteen, sixteen, I think until eighteen. And then life happened. <laughs> new, new friends, new interests go out, and now here I am again, just playing. <laughs> just playing yeah, again. it comes as a circle. Yeah, right? exactly, and I love it. And tomorrow you may play that again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you know, you you never know when you'll just pick up an old hobby and be like, "Yeah, why did I ever leave this?" Or, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's good to have it. Uh, you know, revisit your old memories. Yeah, and I guess that segues into our topic on nostalgia, right? And uh, you know, looking back, you don't you don't actually regret the decisions you make, but you learn from it and you know why. Yeah. And you still can enjoy these things. Mm. It, just because it's in the past and because it's from your childhood doesn't mean you have to grow up. It's, it's yeah. something that you hold dear to yourself. And yep. Uh, I guess every time when I come to work and I speak and talk to you about Dota, it's just, oh, all these memories come back of those late nights mm. and just shouting and yelling I and know. winning and just, yeah. oh. Just clacking off the keyboards at clacking. 3 o'clock in the morning. Right? Yeah, yeah, your fucking Strong. mom yeah. coming down the stairs and telling you to shut up and you're yeah. just like, oh, shit, sorry, mom. Yeah. <laughs> and you know when it's 2.30 and you're really tired, you want to go to bed and your friends say one more game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You're like>, oh. <laughs> That's a meme in itself, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. And then you want to say no, but then you automatically say yes. And then you play for one more hour and you're yeah. done. It, even worse if you lose. <laughs> or if you make that shit promise to yourself, I'm not going to bed till I win. Yeah, That's the worst promise you can tell yourself because that's pretty much a jinx. Yeah, I don't believe in superstitious things like that, but... Uh, that 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 nine out of ten is true. Hundred percent. Not going to bed till I go to sleep. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, you're not going to bed till the sun rises, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. If yeah. that, if yeah. that, or before you break your computer. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do that to my computer. Look at that beauty at right that over beauty. there. It's got that Jack Daniel sticker in there. It, it does, right? It, it summarizes you. You know, tall, black. Ah, Jack black. Daniels. What do you mean? What do you mean, black? Uh, uh, don't know, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Light bulb full of knowledge. Oh, yeah. That's that's yeah. a that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, exactly. All, all those the lights are all the neurons just firing up. Yeah, just firing up. Yeah. And then, but yeah, that's um, the reason why the Jack Daniel shirt's there because it's something I love. I love drinking. Um, yeah. I, I, I prefer not to call myself an alcoholic. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> but then uh, I was at one point borderline there, but I was working really hard as well. But um, I feel like, yeah, drinking is good, man. I, I, I like the fact that you can just sit with someone, have a drink. And then yeah. you're both into you both shift into a, a certain conscience, like you're both different for a bit, for a moment. Yeah. And then you're both sharing the same atmosphere, I guess, the same yeah. energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I by by all uh, means don't endorse over drinking. Mm. I do like the occasional beer. I yeah. love beer; it's my favorite drink. 
But yeah, it's just moments like these. It's no. just like it. It just really opens your eyes, and you connect on yeah. different things that you man. usually wouldn't talk about. No, hundred yeah. percent. And I'm le- really glad, glad you're here, man. I'm having a lot of fun, to be honest. Mm. It's um, it was um, uh, starting this podcast. I was a bit uh, nervous. I, I would uh, not nervous, but then a bit skeptical of myself as in yeah. how it's going to turn out. But then I, now I feel like it's just we're just having a good time, and it's just talk about yeah. shit people may or may not give shit about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't give a shit about Dota, that's right. You can skip through it. Exactly. I'll keep a timeline there. Thing yeah. Yeah. Oh, are you actually going to do that though? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, okay. Possibly, cool. yeah. He's making a promise, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to talk to you about uh, a very specific problem uh, with uh, online gaming. Uh, yeah. Trolls. I wonder why they exist. Why do trolls exist? Now, I'll give you a definition of what I think, uh, who I think trolls are. Trolls aren't people who play bad. Like they, you know, if you feed, that's fine. Like you're just bad. Some people feed intentionally. And the biggest definition, the part of this definition is some people don't have the regret. Like you have nine other people relying on that game to be good. Mm -hmm. And one person spoils it with no guilt. Yeah. What do you think is the science behind it? Why do people not feel that guilt? If I was a troll, I would be fucking mad at myself. Who am I? Yeah. Uh, look, trolls for me and my experience playing games, uh, is it's just people who don't give a shit if they win or lose. And they're there to, you know, just have a kick out of it. Mm. If they win, great. But as soon as shit hits a fan, as soon as things aren't going their way, they want to spoil it for everyone. If I can't win, you can't win. Yeah. It's a sore loser mentality. That's what I think. So anyways, or maybe they're just just terrible people that want to see people, you know, mm-hmm. lose. And I, I think it's the whole fact that, as you said, as they don't feel guilt. They They do it because it feels good to them. It's like, yeah. yeah, fuck you. Yeah. You know, I, I fed mid, but so what? What are you going to do about it? I'm just going to run into Rosh right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then run it, and, and do it and then make sure that people are mad enough for you to gain that attention. Yeah. And they get a kick out of it. Like, as yeah. in like, if you don't feed the troll, as I said, don't feed the troll. Yeah. He will, po- he or she, don't want to be general biased, but yeah. he or she would probably stop trolling or troll less. Yeah, true. Or griefing. Yeah. Right? If you say, oh, you're saying, stop, stop, you're ruining for everyone, he's probably like, yeah, I'm getting a kick out of this, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. And I guess trolls in real life and trolls in game is pretty alike whether they do it intentionally or not. Mm. They do exist. Yeah. I actually had a very good conversation with a troll once. So I played a game. There was a troll there. Destroyed it for everybody. Then I sent him a message. I just wanted to get the signs behind it. Just so for my knowledge, I said, why do you do this? Right. Right. And then he starts giving me the, you know, the usual 10th grader, um, um, you know. Get good. Yeah, like, you know, like, who gives a shit? You don't give a shit. Fuck you, this and that. And then I, I just, uh, you know, I, I probed questions as in, why do you do it? What makes you happy? This and that. And he, you know what he said? He's like, I, I do it because it makes me happy when I let my frustration out. I think a lot of people who, who are into gaming as well, uh, they have a certain um, mentality that you when, you when you go on to play a game, some people play it for fun. Some people... It's it's a stress reliever. Yeah. But for some people, if the stress reliever is not working, this they add on to it by just, you know, just destroying things for other people. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what uh, that guy said as well. Like, it's uh, he didn't really be very specific about it. He was not very explicit about it, but I could tell. Yeah. But, uh, he plays games just for the sake of re- relieving stress. Yeah, and people troll in different types of ways. Some people do it physically, like they, they would actually do things to actually prevent your team from winning yeah some people just afk yeah would, would, would you call afk a form of trolling though yes uh but these people are not looking for attention because obviously you're not there in the game exactly so they're they're ruining the game it, they they have the same thing as trolls are ruining the game because yeah. it's now 4v5 mm. 
but they're not doing it to hurt you. They're just frustrated and they just don't want to play anymore. Yeah. Right? It's a rage yeah, quitter 100%. more than anything. Yeah. And I guess you draw the line between a troll and just someone who's not not in, uh, inspired to play anymore. Mm. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people link um, gaming with uh, violence as well. I feel mm. like that's, um, you could do that in a way. See, I'm a gamer. I'm not mm-hmm. really advocating uh, when people say violence is related to gaming, but it does um, enhance it in a certain way. Like you play mm. GTA, man. Yeah. What an amazing game. But the things you yeah. do there, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's a fantasy. It was like, have you ever watched Westworld, right? Like, no, I haven't. Yeah. Like, it's similar concepts. You go into a world or a digital world where you do things where you normally cannot do in uh-huh. real life to kind of live that moment, live that character. Yeah. To fucking, I don't want to say it, but, you know, rape, kill and steal Ooh. and, you know, be the person that you would th- never think that you'll ever be. Or as a cartoon or nowadays, very realistic person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But I, I guess violence does create that kind of intense um, feeling that brings you back to it again and again and again. Yeah. Whether it be Call of Duty or what a Halo, whatever, it's yeah. just that satisfaction of shooting something. Yeah. I guess the, the being the feeling of being in war. Yeah, it's like of course, like if you were to be scripted to war, you'd probably be shit scared out of your pants. I'm, I'm not, but if, pick up a controller and play some Call of Duty and yeah. shoot. Them. Yeah, for sure. The simulation of that uh, that action. Yeah, it's, it's it's an incredible feeling. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Some people more than others. Some people like end up embodying it a bit too much, yeah. and you know, let it get to them, and start buying fake guns and paintball guns. And mm. I get people are into guns, but then there are people into guns. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, you can't really generalize everybody. But you know, I, I guess it is. I hate saying this, but in this case, it is what it is. Like it you is, can't yeah. really know the true source of a problem that exists in the mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. They say games are violent and it, it creates bad people. I don't think that's true at all. No, nah. it's up to the individual to take away from yeah. the game itself. It does give you the ability, the control uh, to a certain extent. But yeah, like you said, it's it's not entirely the thing. But the thing about video games is I really thought uh, that video games were the, 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 the trend and hype was going to go down um, uh, post 2010. Mm. But if you look at the game, the gaming industry now, man, it's it's incredible. It's 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 at its all time high. Yeah, the games that you can buy now. The PS Five is coming out in a few months. Yeah, the PS Five, man. Yeah, yeah. Are you a I, console gamer? I'm not. I have a Switch, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. A Nintendo Switch. Uh but man, I was actually on the drive home. I was listening to some reviews about the PS Five or like first looks at it. Yeah. Um, and it kind of changed my mind about the whole console gaming. I always thought like console gaming is boring. It's just like, you know, it's with your fingers and the yeah. controller, you're kind of limited to what mm. you can play. But man, if I was to ever get a console, a proper console, it will yeah. be the PS5. And this is the first console I'll probably buy in my life if you don't count the Switch. Because mm. Switch is more of a handhold. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I think 2020. If if it was to be any year to buy a console it would be with the PS5, man. Yeah, it looks incredible. But you know what? That's <laughs> I love design. It's very polarizing, though. It, it is. Some uh, people fucking hate it. I know. It's yeah. It, it, it you, you can either love it or hate it. There's no in between. It doesn't look like a console. It looks yeah. so. It's it's a bit futuristic. It's, yeah. it's a bit big for a normal TV cabinet as well. So they're going to make yeah. new ones now. They yeah. have to. Well. The thing is, they want you to stand it upright. Oh, like a PC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the side, it looks weird. Yeah. But I love how Sony didn't go for the safe design like mm. Xbox did. Yeah. Like a big brick. Yeah, a brick. It's like, oh, that would go anywhere. Is yeah. It goes good in your room. It just looks like another computer. Yeah. But, man, this thing stands out like a sore thumb. Yeah. If you have that in your room, people will definitely know, yep, yeah, that's a PlayStation 5. Yeah. I guess that's what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well said about the, the, the safe design. Yeah. yeah. It looks different. It feels different. And someone told me, you know, if uh, if you were to buy a PC equivalent of the PS5's capabilities mm-hmm. in terms of specifications, it would cost about two or three grand. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, the PS5 is... The specs maybe not nearly as close as a top-end computer. No, yeah. Nowhere near, but... The fact that the games are so optimized for the PS5... Yeah. ...is what makes it so good. Yeah. And that's about every console, right? Like, when you make a game, you've got to make sure it works on the console. Otherwise, there's no purpose of having the console. So that's the best part about it. Because with PC, you've got to make so many modifications, man. You've got to go to the settings. Even if it's a, if it's a good computer, I have to go to the settings, make sure it's optimized for mm-hmm. what my PC can handle. Yeah. And then go from there. But yeah, PC and console wars, man. That's another podcast. <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, PC games, they got to make it so it suits from what? Some the older PCs to the top end, yeah. right? The game has, has to be designed for that. Yeah. Where the PS5 is like, we have a console, let's make a game specifically for the console that everyone will be in the same level and platform and performance. Yeah. And it can't be any variation. No. In PC, there's tons of variation. But I guess, you know, preference. Mm. At the end 100%. Of the day. 100% yeah. yeah. And talking about the gaming console hype and um, what's available and even the Nintendo Switch. Japan, man, I'll, as soon as I think about games and Pokemon, Nintendo Switch, um, or even Sony, PlayStation. Yeah. Wow. I, I love the the fact that Japan um, has so much to offer and contributed towards the gaming thing. And you've been to Japan. Yeah, I have been to Japan. And oh, can I just say that the tech world there is just fucking amazing. They're, they're on another level. Yeah? Yeah. I saw a post uh, on Facebook recently. So uh, there was a store, a Sega store closing down. Yep. And they, the the employees there were bowing down to loyal customers. And it's just the gaming, the, the, the it's just, I'd say Japan is nostalgic, to be honest. Like, it's I've never been there. You've watched this movie, Lost in Translation, right? Yeah, we Lost in Translation, yeah. Such, nothing happens in the movie, but it's nothing just... Happens. Just the fact that it's in Japan and it's in Tokyo, the heart of the CBD. Yeah. It's just so nice. Yeah, that movie, I only watched it recently, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't watched it when it first came out because I was a kid. I wasn't interested in those type of movies. But ever since I did, uh, I met my girlfriend, that's actually one of her favorite movies, if not her favorite movie. And I watched it and I was just, I was blown away. I was just like, nothing happened. It's, It's just a connection of these two people. And how they feel so similar alike, and it just pulls me to the movie. And yeah. I'm just like, it's such a great movie. Yeah, not like literally. The only if I had to describe the movie um, in few words, nothing happens. It's literally nothing happens. Just two people who meet in a hotel room, just have discussions. Yeah, just share their interests, and then that's it. Yeah. But what do you What do you love about Japan? It's just I've never been there again. Yeah. Uh, but then I just love the fact that it's so clean in terms of its culture. And mm. uh, it's just so clean in terms of what it represents for me, at least. Yeah. How do you think Japan is different? to your Australian way of living? Oh, where do I start? Japan. Well, let's start off with the people because the people make what it is, right? So when you go there, right off the bat, people are so, so unbelievably considerate and kind and just so respectful of other cultures um, to the fact where, like, if you're lost on the street and you ask someone, hey, do you know where to get it? They will take the time out of their day, mm. bring out their smartphone and tell you their directions, even walk you halfway there mm. and let you know, all right, this is all you need to go with their limited English, mind you. So yeah. they're going out of the way to, you know, speak a language they're not confident in. Yeah. And they're, they're here's like pretty much saying, welcome to our country. I hope this can help. And that, in a nutshell, is to me, that's the first story I tell to anyone, every, anytime they ask about Japan, about the people and how basically they, they just have a different way of living. Basically, well, how I see it is Japan, if you've got to do it, do it properly. Mm. And that's Japan. Everything they do is not half assed at all. Their toilets, not half assed. <laughs> It'll clean your whole ass. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a new slogan. Yeah. We clean your whole ass. Yeah, <laughs> not man. half assness. Yeah, but man, uh, besides the people in Japan, what I love is the transport, the ease of access to nearly everything that you need to live. 
And um, I, it's just when you're there, it doesn't feel like you're on earth, mm. especially in some parts of the city. Uh, so, so futuristic and so blaring with lights and you just don't feel like you're in on earth. You don't yeah. like where, where can you even find this type of stuff in Sydney? Answer yeah. it, you can't. Yeah. Um, and then you travel a few hours down and you'll see nature, mm. things that are untouched. And I'm sure that's a lot of places in the world, but Japan emphasizes on the old and new. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. And that's why I've been there three times and I'm not stopping anytime soon. I'm going back and back and back. It's just so much to explore. The food is great. If you're a big foodie, you'll love anything. You can you can survive on 7-Eleven food there, to be honest. Yeah. The, the variety of there is so cheap. Mm. So cheap. Like You can't get a meal for under five bucks in Australia without still feeling hungry. Yeah. Over there, you, you'll be fine. Yeah. You, you can basically purchase things there, but then, yeah, I, I see what you mean. And Japan, we love you, to be honest. Like, yeah. I, I, I want to go there so much, especially the fact that I'm a gamer and then I've got this, you know, I'm a big fan of Sony. The things yeah. you say, it's just things I would love to enjoy as well. But then, man, it, it, Japan is uh, is a place that I'd love to go. And, you, know, probably, you know, if there's one place I would have to, I would love to go today itself. If I, if I had the chance, Japan would be it. Yeah, and I tell you, the first places I hit up was A, 7-Eleven, and B, <laughs> the arcade. Uh-huh. Their games in the arcade is unbelievable. I would expect you to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Far out, man. One time, me and my mate Patrick, we spent Ooh. hours and hours playing Taiko. Look at the drum oh. game. Because it's only 100 yen a game. Uh-huh. How much is, is that? Just over a dollar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just over a dollar. Yeah. And the coins are silver, so you don't really think it's a lot. But yeah. it's actually more than a dollar. So you keep popping them in, and they open to like the early hours of yeah. the night. So, so there's a lot of nightlife. A well. lot of nightlife. Some people don't sleep. Mm. But the thing is, on Saturday, people wake up really late. The mm. shops don't open till 11 a.m. Yeah. Which is, I guess, understandable if you're open till late night, Friday. Yeah. Or late morning. Mm. But yeah. Culture there, completely day and night mm. in Australia. Yeah. But one thing I've heard about Japan is they do respect culture, but then they're very proud of their own culture. Yeah. That... Um, they try and preserve it as much as they can, which is something every country should do. Mm-hmm. Um, but Japan is on next level. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Uh, as modern or what industry you work in, there's always going to be 90-degree bowing. There's always going to be really? pleasantries. There's always going to be some sort of hospitality Yeah, and some sort of respect shown. And I guess you would never see colleagues speak like this to each other. Like, really? like how we do at work and we just mark around. Mm. It's barely like that unless they're really close. Yeah. Especially if, if they're your senior. Um, hierarchy means so much in Japan. Mm. Like how I speak to my manager is probably a no-go how you speak your manager in Japan. 100%. That's most of Asia as well. Yeah, like here you 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 can address your manager uh, by your name, by the yeah. by the first name. That's fine. Mm-hmm. There it has to be sir or ma'am. And the yeah. funny thing is, I feel like if I ever go back to Nepal, how do I do it? I'm I don't think I would ever be able to say call someone sir or address someone with sir or ma'am. It's not going to be me anymore. I've been yeah. here for like four year, four or five years. But even then, like you, you talk to so many people, you've done so many things, and go back to that. Mm. level of hierarchy uh, yeah and yeah we've just touched an hour mark wow that, that actually flew <laughs> it did right yeah well the only thing i'm worried about is if it's actually recording <laughs> hopefully it is yeah. it is actually it is right it, it is recording yeah all right cool so. but yeah um richard thank you so much for um being here no it's it's actually been so great like yeah being having the opportunity to really just talk to someone and just rant on about things that you love it's it's just fucking crazy i I, I know right like literally we we talked about so many things none of this is scripted yeah we did (laughs) our plan was to start off with nostalgia we did touch a bit on that yeah but then uh i love it man i just love conversations and you know uh if you uh for whoever's listening 
if you've made it this far, that's 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 hats off. Like if, you, <laughs> if you've made it this far, you love you love us. Like yeah. if that, that, there's no other explanation. But um, but yeah, thank you so much uh, for being here. Any anything you want to mention before we go and just hit a few more views and then uh, yeah, uh, dude, uh, as well. Some momos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, so he'll bought us some some momos. Uh, he's about to cook us some good. Yeah. Christina, um, if you're listening, <laughs> because she loved momos. She absolutely really? loved momos. Yeah. If you're listening, we're gonna have some more today. So yeah, I hope you're jealous. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope you're drooling. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're drooling. <laughs> but other than that, I don't really have anything more to say. But uh, just looking forward to the next one. We'll have the opportunity to do this. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, we we have a lot of um things planned. Darcy is coming in um yep. in a few weeks, and then um Josh came in last week. So potentially in the future we could do something. Um, uh, four of us in the room just talking about things um um and yeah thank you richard and no thank you Sahil. thank you so much for listening ladies and gentlemen and this is the end of episode two for bottled we'll see you next week with brian and um another interesting guy um has a lot to share he has a, his own um a business um it's um it's a marketing agency and he she started a few, um, I think a few months ago. Daring, um, daring guy, young, uh, but I'm really excited. I'm sure if you ever meet Brian, you'd you'd really love him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, shout right. to Brian, <laughs> potential sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>